Yo, fellas, ladies, it's Anthony K. Double, and it's story time. A whirlwind of emotions. I didn't see that coming, style confusion. It's bedtime stories, and this is an AKD production. We'd like to thank the Audio Content Fund and Opportunity Knox for supporting this episode, and of course, you, the listeners, for tuning in. Be sure to follow us on all our socials at BS by AKD on everything and tell a friend to tell a friend. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Bedtime Stories. This story is entitled Toy Boy and this episode is called Here's to New Beginnings. The divorce has been finalised and even though Yasmin got the house and a seven-figure settlement, she still feels very hard done by. Her divorce was now public knowledge and all their friends knew, so there was no point in even trying to keep up appearances. Yasmin reached out for comfort from anyone who would listen to her. I was the one that was faithful the whole time. I was the one that was there before all the money and the success, only for him to leave me for someone half his age. Did I mention that the child he left me for was our son's ex-girlfriend? I welcomed her in with open arms and she smiled in my face before stabbing me in the back. I'm so lonely. And to think that Alex is her. Kaz has a new girlfriend and to top it all off, he's forgiven them both so now I look like the bitter one. Eventually the Stepford wives have had their fill of gossip and became less receptive and inviting towards Yasmin. Avoiding phone calls, not inviting her to functions and talking behind her back as she no longer fit into their perfect model. Feeling completely ostracised, Yasmin turned to alcohol. Mum! 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 Kaz spots her car in the drive, so decides to let himself in to check up on her. Mum, are you in? Uh, what are you doing sitting in the dark? Kaz says as he opens up the curtains to reveal a drunk Yasmin nursing a bottle of Ciroc. Hey, hey, hey! It's too bright. Close back the curtains. Really, Mum? Really? It's 10 o'clock in the morning. It wasn't morning when I started. Oh, for God's sake. Why haven't you been picking up my calls? Because I didn't feel like talking. I just wanted to be left alone. This place is a mess. When's the last time you had a cleaner come in? I don't think you quite grasp the concept of alone. Kaz starts to tidy up, picking up all the rubbish scattered around the room. And as he got to the vicinity of Yasmin, What's that smell? Wait, Mum, is that you? When's the last time you had a shower? Why do I need to have a shower if I'm not going anywhere? Nah, that's it, that's it. I've seen enough. Pack a bag, you're coming with me. Coming with you where? Back to London. You need someone to watch over you. This wallowing in self-pity isn't doing you any good. Kaz and Yasmin make the drive back to London, with Yasmin spending most of the journey lamenting to Kaz about her so-called friends. You know they picked sides. All our friends chose to remain friends with your father instead of me. Why would they do that? Because he's in a couple. 
They act as if being single is a form of leprosy. And you're probably better off without them, Mum. You're right. To hell with a lot of them. Eventually, Kaz and Yasmin make it back to London. And after Kaz makes sure Yasmin gets cleaned up and settled in nicely. Mum, you hungry? Not particularly. You have to eat something, Mum. I just want a drink. No more drinking, Mum. Furthermore, I need to... Kaz begins clearing all the alcohol he had in his apartment, along with any family pictures and anything else that he felt could be a trigger for Yasmin. She was in a dark place, and Kaz spent weeks trying to pull her out of her funk. At his wit's end, he went on a hunger strike until she finally agreed to go for therapy. So, how was your first therapy session, Mum? You wanted me to go and going... How's therapy today, Mum? You sound just like her. Always a million and one questions. Mum, how was your session today? It was okay, I guess. My therapist thinks it would be helpful if you joined one of the sessions. If that's okay with you. Of course. Anything that will help you get better. At the joint session... Yasmin hasn't been the most forthcoming, so having you here has been very insightful. Thank you. Glad I can help. Is there anything in particular that concerns you, Kaz? As a matter of fact, yeah, there is. She won't leave my apartment. She barely leaves her room. I mean, even these sessions, she only agreed to them because they're virtual. Why is it that you don't want to leave the apartment, Yasmin? There's nothing out there for me. There's fresh air, sunlight, nature, architecture, shops. There's also liars, heartbreakers, cheaters. Mum! Yasmin was being very dismissive of the idea of going outside, much to Kaz's frustration. We have established that Kaz is your safe space. He is. And he is saying he would like to go out for dinner with you. You want to make him happy, don't you? I do. Then go out to dinner with your son. This could be a major breakthrough for you. It will do you the world of good, Mum. Plus, it's my treat, and I'll even let you pick the restaurant. Reluctantly, Yasmin agrees to go with Kaz to dinner, and they end up at Lobster and Grill. How's your food, Mum? It's okay, I guess. You want some dessert? No, but I'd love another bottle of wine. Just then. Yasmin? Oh my gosh, Angela! Yasmin! It's so good to see you. How long has it been? Too long. I don't think I've seen you since the wedding. I know, right? The last I heard, you were having a baby. That was about 23 years ago. I'd like you to meet said baby. Angela, meet my son Kaz. Kaz, Angela, one of my old modelling friends. Nice to meet you. Likewise. You know, for a second, Yasmin, I thought you might be here with one of your toy boys. Oh, God, no. So are you still married to, um, uh, what's his name again? Alex, and sadly, no. We got divorced a few Yasmin and Angela had a great catch-up over a few drinks, with Kaz opting to head home leaving the ladies to it. I'm sorry things didn't work out with you and Alex, but on the bright side, you got an amazing settlement and you still got so much life left to live. I guess. Are you still in touch with any of the other gang? Heidi, Lola, Naomi? Well, sadly, Lola died of an overdose. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry to hear that. I mean, it was hardly a surprise. She was a wild girl. 
Heidi got married to an 80-year-old billionaire. Again, no surprise. Very on-brand for Heidi. And myself and Naomi are in regular contact. You are? Oh, it'd be so good to see her again. Well, we're actually going to a launch party this weekend. You should come along, Arshi. would love to see you. I don't know if I'm quite ready to be around that many people. It took everything within me to come to this restaurant tonight. Yasmin, honey, I know that you feel like a failure now because your marriage ended, but you're not the first, and believe me, you're not going to be the last. But trust me, it will get better in time. I guess. But you just got to put yourself out there. You're right. I'll come. Yasmin and Angela exchange details. Then Yasmin gets the cab back to Kaz's. As Yasmin gives Kaz the breakdown of her night and the history of her past life, Kaz is over the moon that Yasmin has found a friend and is willing to put herself out there again. Finally, the weekend rolls around and Yasmin meets up with Naomi and Angela. Yasmin? Oh my goodness, Naomi. It's so good to see you. You too. <sighs> Angela, good to see you again. Good to see you too, honey. Should we go inside? Inside, the ladies are getting reacquainted and having a good time. Oh, this is just like old times. I still can't get over how great you ladies look. Well, we can't take all the credit. What do you mean? Well, to look like we do at our age takes a good diet, drinking plenty of water, a good skincare routine, lots of exercise, immaculate styling, and last but not least, a trip to Dr. Frankie. You ladies have been under the knife? Twice. Three times for me. What did you get done? Facelift and liposuction. Facelift, liposuction and boobs. Wow, you can't even tell. He does amazing work. The best, honestly. Oh, I'd love to get some work done. I mean, it's not fun having to see the effects of your divorce in the mirror every morning. So why don't you? I'm too scared. I've heard some horror stories. And also, I don't want to come across as conceited and superficial. Don't be silly. It's about self-confidence and, like you said, why should you have to wear your divorce on your face forever? The ladies get into a deep conversation about surgery. The risks, the effects, the recovery, the costs, everything. And Yasmin is slowly starting to come around. I mean, what would you even like to have done? A facelift, obviously. Also my boobs. After breastfeeding Kaz, my boobs have never quite been the same. Why don't you book a consultation with our doctor? No commitment, no pressure, just an open conversation to explore all your options and alleviate any concerns that you have. I guess it couldn't hurt. Done, I'll give him a call tomorrow. The ladies enjoy the rest of their night and it's the most fun Yasmin has had in a very long time. Eventually her surgery consultation rolls around and Yasmin is nervous yet very excited at the possibility of surgery. So Yasmin, Tell me, what can I do for you? Well, I was interested in a face and boob lift, but I'm very apprehensive as I've heard some horror stories. Well, make no mistake about it, surgery is very serious and very invasive. But to alleviate any fears, here are, here are some stats. Oh, wow. So fatalities and complications are quite rare? They are, especially in the UK. And also, here's a look at my personal stats. Over 4,000 procedures performed with zero fatalities and only seven complications. All of which were resolved to customer satisfaction. So as you can see, you'll be in very safe hands. That's nice to know. Now that we've gotten over the important bit, let's discuss the fun bits. Here's a gallery of some of my before and afters. Oh wow, these are amazing. After the consultation, 
Yasmin was sold, and she made the decision to go under the knife. Kaz was so supportive through the whole process, and aided her through her recovery. Kaz, can you make me a sandwich, please? Kaz, could you please help me to fluff up my pillow? Kaz, can I get a drink, please? About two months after the procedure. Mum, I'm heading off to work now. Can I get you anything? For the last time, I'm fine, Kaz. I'm more than capable of fending for myself now. Gone are the days, that dreadful bell. Ugh, that sound will haunt me forever. Well, you ruin them, so it's only right you nurse them back to health. Speaking of, how do they look? Whoa, whoa, mum, please, boundaries. Put them away. I'm not asking you to fondle them or anything. I just want your opinion on how they look. I'm gonna have to pass, mum. That's weird. It's only weird because you're making it weird. Look, mum, if you like it, I love it. Go show your new girlfriends your new pair. I'm off to work. After Yasmin made a full recovery, she was back out with full effect and her confidence was through the roof. The trauma of her divorce was behind her and she was living her very best life. On one of such occasions, at brunch with her girlfriends. <laughs> Honestly, ever since you've had them done, you just refuse to put them away. Do you know, I didn't even know that you could get a turtleneck that showed cleavage. Hey, I've been self-conscious of them for way too many years to not set them free now they're looking so glorious. I'm here for it, girl. <laughs> I'm even tempted to get mine done. Go for it. Just then, the ladies are interrupted by a waiter who presents them with a bottle of champagne. I'm sorry, we didn't order this. It's for you, madam. For me? Yes, courtesy of the gentleman at the table in the corner. He also asked me to give you this. The waiter hands Yasmin a business card. Ooh. <laughs> Gerard Green, managing director of Cortex Solutions. Managing director? Sending over champagne? Oh, sounds like a catch. I've been getting approached a lot since I've had my surgery, and I don't know how to take it. Well, unless you plan on being alone forever, I suggest you just take the plunge. Naomi's right. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You meet a few new people and you get a few free dinners. He could be a serial killer. Don't be so dramatic. I mean, sure, you have to vet them first. And always let someone know where you are and where you're going. But other than that, live a little. Plus, you have the added bonus of being able to date purely based off attraction. As opposed to what? Well, when we date, we have to make sure that the guy in question is at the appropriate station in his life to be able to afford our lifestyle. Not that we're looking for someone to bankroll our lifestyle, but we're used to dining at certain places, holidaying at certain locations, and receiving a certain type of gift. Whereas with you and your divorce settlement, you have the luxury of being able to date a charming, good-looking hobo if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I take your point. It had been almost a year since her divorce, and Yasmin felt like she was just about ready to dip her toe into the dating pool. Between various dates and regular meetups with Naomi and Angela, Yasmin found herself in London every single weekend. And Kaz was beginning to feel like she was treating his apartment like a bit of a hotel. Hey, Mum, you look nice. Where are you off to? I'm going for a few drinks with some friends, and then I'm off on a date. Another one? What can I say? Your mother is hot stuff. <laughs> but of course. Well, have fun. I will do. Don't wait up. I think it's going to be a late one. Isn't drinks with your girls something you do after your date? My fault exactly. 
And if the date has gone well, you can bring him with so that we can meet him. Well, that's still a possibility, but I'm so nervous. I need a few drinks and a pep talk. This isn't your first date with... What's his name again? Damon. That's it, Damon. You've been on a couple of dates before, right? Yeah, this will be our third date. But the thing is, at the end of our last date, things got a little frisky. And I think he's expecting things to go further this time. Okay, and how do you feel about that? I mean, don't get me wrong, it felt great. I haven't been with anyone besides Alex in over 20 years. So you want to? I mean, yes. But I don't think I know how to be with anyone else. I'm scared I'm going to be a fumbling mess. Okay, a little liquid courage is good, but pace yourself. You want to enhance your experience, not blur it. Besides, the pressure is on him to make sure the experience is good, not you. Just relax and enjoy the ride. Yasmin sets off on her date, and she has a great time at dinner, which led to after-dinner drinks at a bar nearby. Eventually, it ends with them outside Kaz's apartment. Yasmin wasn't quite ready for the date to end, so she invited Damon up to Kaz's apartment. Shh, wait here. Let me see if my son is still awake. Yasmin went to scope out Kaz's apartment. The coast was clear and Kaz was asleep in his room. I feel like a naughty schoolgirl. Come with me, but be very, very quiet. Yasmin leads Damon to her room to pick up from where they left off. She was ready. Her legs and kitty cat were nicely shaved. She had a nice set of matching lingerie and she was liquored up to the perfect point. As they get into it, Yasmin forgot just how thin the walls in Kaz's apartment were. following morning. Morning, Mum. Oh, Kaz. Uh, I didn't see you there. This is my friend, Zane. Good morning, Mrs. Jones. Uh, please, for the love of God, don't call me that. Call me Yasmin. My apologies, Yasmin. I didn't mean to offend you. Not to worry, you weren't to know. Zane is an estate agent. One of the best, actually. And he has a beautiful portfolio of properties on offer. Okay, and you're telling me this why? Because... After yesterday's events, I'm afraid you're going to have to get your own place. Or stay at hotels when you come down to London. And you're down here a lot. Oh, you heard. Unfortunately, yes. I'm happy you got your groove back. But I can't bear to have a sequel under my roof. Zane, over to you. Zane showed Yasmin an array of properties available for sale and rents. He also gave her rental figures for the family house in Oxford, which gave Yasmin a lot to consider. Of course, she went to seek counsel from her new circle of friends over a mani-pedi session. So, how was last night? Was it all that you expected it to be? It was okay. Okay? But I thought you were looking forward to it. 
I mean, he was a gentleman, and he clearly knew what he was doing. Oh, really? Really. So much so I've traumatised my son. Oh, no. Yeah, but I'll get to that later. So what was the problem, then? Let's just say that I'm used to a better physical package. Oh. Yeah, Alex did have one amazing body. I guess I was sport with regards to that, because Alex always stayed in tip-top shape. I don't know what to tell you, Yaz. That's very few and far between for men around our age. I guess I'll have to keep looking. That's the spirit. Have fun with it, too. Now, back to Cash overhearing your escapades. Oh, Lord, I was so embarrassed. I felt like a kid sneaking around checking if my parents were asleep. So where did it go wrong? Like I said, he was well-equipped and naturally that comes with a soundtrack. I actually thought I held it together, but obviously not. How do you know we heard? When he gave me my marching orders this morning. He kicked you out? More or less, yeah. <laughs> After you carried him for nine months? Right. I woke up this morning to a grilling and an estate agent. Wow. Casment business? You know, I don't think it's such a bad idea. I mean, you spend most of your time down here in London anyway. You might as well move. True. You'll be closer to us, closer to Kaz. It's a win-win. I guess you're right. Plus, he gave me my rental figures for the house in Oxford, and it's not too shabby. It's settled. Let's go house shopping. Yasmin enlisted the services of Zane to source her the ideal accommodation. It took a few weeks, but with the help of Angela and Naomi, she secured an amazing riverfront penthouse apartment overlooking the city. Here's to new beginnings. Cheers. Cheers. Yasmin was loving life. She had an amazing penthouse, a Bentley convertible in the garage, a bank account full of money, a new body, and a phone book full of admirers to keep her occupied. What could possibly go wrong? Alex. Hey, Yasmin. I don't understand. What do you want? Why are you calling me? Oh my gosh, is Kaz okay? Kaz is fine. That's not what I'm calling about. Then what are you calling about? I know I'm not your favourite person, but despite all that we've been through, I still care about you a lot, and I hold you in the highest of regards. Alex, please stop beating about the bush and get to the point. I wanted you to hear it from me first, and not from anyone else on the street. Sienna and I, we're getting married. Yasmin is distraught. She can't believe what she's hearing. How will she react to this news? Will it send her back to her self-destructive state? Or will it be water off a duck's back? Who knows? Find out on the next episode of Toy Boy. Once again, I'd like to give a shout out to the Audio Content Fund, Opportunity Knox, Touchmark Studios, Timmy Banks, Eric Dizzy, The Cast, and last but definitely not least, you the listeners. Don't forget to follow us on all our socials at BS by AKD on everything and tell a friend to tell a friend.